Hey, it's Sean Fennessy, host of The Big Picture. Did you just see the latest tentpole blockbuster? Or a surprisingly fun new movie on a streaming service? Or maybe you just want to bone up on the greatest films ever made? From reviews to rankings, career retrospectives to movie drafts, and everything in between, The Big Picture is here for you. Listen to The Big Picture for free on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. All right, so I was looking through your, your IMDb. You're one sports movie away from being a sports movie Hall of Famer. Oh, I got to do one then. What is what's you need the one number? more? So Vante Mack, right? I feel like a pretty iconic sports movie, like supporting role character. I like that movie. I watch the movie I all loved, the time. I love doing the movie. You know what I'm saying? And and um, and then your Jackie it, Robinson it holds up. Well, I want to talk day about holds that. Up. Draft day holds Draft up. Draft day holds up. Yeah. And your Jackie Robinson, but no basketball movie. And then you play basketball. What are you doing? Oh, it's not my fault. Uh, it is your fault. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's not. You have the pull to make a basketball movie now. What are you doing? I w- well, I'll be a coach now. I'll be a coach. No, they no the, way. The, the, you can, it still counts. If I, it still counts. You look younger than you are. You could play like a guy like mid thirties. He's at the end of his line. He's playing for like Utah. Oh, he's his last see, leg of his career. See, he said it. He's at the end of his line. He's at the end of his line, <laughs> but but makes one last run at it. Well, Gets in great shape. Meets the right lady. It's a comeback story. I like that part. I like that part. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I don't really have the whole But it doesn't yet. count if I play a coach. It's kind of too. It's like coaches are in the I Hall of Fame. I guess you could play a coach. I don't know. You know, but Phil you, Jackson had a, had, had a championship both ways, you know. You could do that, but you're good at basketball. You got to take right. advantage of it. You're right. You're right. Okay, we'll we'll try to find. I, it's hard to find a good basketball movie, truth be told. Which ones, which roles are you jealous of? Love and basketball. Love and basketball is the, is the one, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like that would be, it's really hard to like, to find the right role in because they're good basketball movies, but the right role. But yeah. Love and basketball is the I think the quintessential one that it holds up. I think they're probably gonna do that again at some point. Well, it's twenty year anniversary coming up. Yeah, they're gonna it's, it's remakes are happening. It's, it's either gonna become a TV show or something like. Yeah. <laughs> like I, where do you stand on remakes? Because like I would be actually be mad if they remade that because I think it holds up. My daughter really likes it. I just watched over there a few months ago, and I think it's certain things change need, it. Certain things need to stay like the original and don't don't yeah. remake. Like you can't remake that. No, but they're gonna do it. You do a sequel. You you, you could. You could. You Maybe. could do it. You could. But I'm trying to figure out how I could get you in the sequel. It, it does make sense. You couldn't be the son. If they're not, no, you're not old enough. No, 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 no. Like, just let, let some stuff be a classic and let it be the only one. I mean, maybe... 20 more years from now, you could, 20 do, years, it yeah, yeah. You could do it again. But. Well, you should... You know how bloggers aggregate stuff you say and they may get stories out of it? Yes. 
And it'd be like, Chadwick Boseman says, Black Panther 2 from, is never happening. And it then, stops me from saying a lot of stuff, yeah. too. So how about we do, uh, you issue a challenge to all the screenwriters out there. Write me a basketball movie. I'll make it. Headline. Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> and then that'll be out I, there. Yeah. You're one away. Let's, let's do it. Right? The sports well, movie Hall of Fame. Could, why couldn't it be like tennis? It could be tennis. It could be. I was just trying to take advantage of the stuff yeah, you're good yeah, at, yeah. though. You, you know, maybe I'm because Wesley Snipes was Wesley not Snipes. good at basketball, but was in White Man Can't Jump, which is an iconic sports movie. Right. But they had to teach him how to play basketball. We did a he podcast did pretty, about it. He did pretty good. He for a person it. that was that was being taught. Yeah, he was a was lot he, of like high dribbles. Was Woody Harrelson like Woody Harrelson? Was, was, was he? Was he? He was already good. Yeah, he was good. Okay, that's it. See, I didn't know that. I had no Woody idea. Harrelson. And now David Duchovny went for the Woody Harrelson role and he didn't get it. Wow. He was another one who was good. Clooney's supposedly good. You must do, don't you play in the sets ever? You know or are you what? just out? You're the retired. The only time I've ever played, even at the studio, is at Warner Brothers. They have like a, they have a pretty cool outside court there. And I did that when I was, when I was like training for 42, I would go out and yeah. play basketball. But other than that, I think people are, are trying to say their knees most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They yeah. are, they are. So You know who's good is MBJ. Yeah, yeah, he's good. He is good. Yeah, he I coached him in the celebrity game, and it's it was an emotionally scarring experience for him. Why? Because he didn't play well. He had Kevin Hart as his point guard, who was listen very Allen Iverson. Kevin Hart, yeah. I love Kevin, but <laughs> but it becomes like a it becomes like a comedy show. Yeah, well, that's you know? what happened, and then so he yeah. was just. I think he was ready to be like Kobe, two thousand six, Michael B. Jordan in the game. Yeah. He was ready to be like, and clear out, get, I got this. He didn't get the opportunity. Didn't get it. Yeah. He didn't I, get it. With the, the year I played. Um, oh, it was, the celebrity it, game. It, yeah, I played, I played in the celebrity game. I didn't, I didn't even score because of the same thing you're saying. Because basically what happened is, it was, it was like three things that happened. One, um, I was about to do Panther and um, Jesse, Williams, Jesse Williams got hurt during that. Yeah. He got hurt during that game. And I looked over my shoulder and like my reps was like, don't you do it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like jog the rest of the game. Yeah. And um, and then Anthony, I went up for, I was about to go up for a basket and Anthony Anderson, I think he thought I was gonna dunk on him. And he he undercut me. And he's been oh he's been apologizing me, but it was a pretty, it was like a plate, like a it was a, like a '90s basket playoff basketball foul, like and it was I was like, like a '90s Knicks. Yeah, like it was <laughs> it was Knicks Detroit. Like it was yeah. like one of those. And he's he to this day, every time he sees me, sees me, he apologizes. But yeah, it it was that in combination with like every time you know Kevin Hart got the ball, he was like, "I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting, I'm shooting." I'm yeah, shooting. he ruined the game for like four yeah. years. Yeah, what uh, loving to death though. We, <laughs> what's your what's you are you perimeter? Or what are you? Oh, I play point guard. I point play, guard. I play point oh, guard. interesting. Yeah, I play point guard. I so play in a, guard. So in a movie, that could work. It could work. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other one, you you box. I saw it too. Yeah. See, to me, that would be the. It would be a boxing movie, probably like. That would be what I would gravitate towards because I love boxing movies. I think it's but it's easy to tell a good story in a boxing movie than it is. Um, just, just with with um, what you go through when you're a fighter, that story and the alternate story of the person you're fighting, you that's yeah. always something where you're in two different places going through the same thing, and um, 
and that drama, that buildup, and what how close you become with the person you're fighting is yeah. always the story. You know, it's always it always works no matter what. And you know, it's I, I just the sweet science is something that I think it's also hard to capture it on camera. Yeah. Like it's really hard to do it and, and to capture it well and somebody doing it well. Um, so you were jealous of Creed? No, no, I am not. I love it. No, I mean jealous in a good way. Like it's a great movie. You wish. No, I always see it like, you know, I always, I'm the person pulling for the boxing movie. I'm pulling for it because it's, I know it's so hard to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I get something from like, you know, even uh, Will Smith's Ali, you know, I always get something from watching those movies that I don't get from watching other sports movies. Yeah. That, that's exhilarating. So, nah, it's no jealousy at all. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, if you can do it, I'm pulling for you. I'm pulling for you. It's amazing that they keep being made out of all the sports movies. Yeah. Sports. Boxing has been going back to like the, the 30s. It's the best one. It's To me, yeah. it's the best, like, you know, it's mano a mano. You know, it's the it's the training. The training, you know, sequences are always going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you do it, re- if you do it well, you get yeah. in shape for it. So. Well, and also if you're an actor. You really you get selling to get this awesome boxing shape. movie thing right now. <laughs> like, I need to get you in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's not that many people in there. Burt Reynolds is in there. I didn't even think about that as a possibility, but hey, let's go for it. Snipes I mean? is in there. Omar Epps. Yeah. I'm trying to think who else. So you, you, my opinion, you have to have at least three really good sports movie roles mm. to be able to get in. Right. Four, ideally, but three. So I feel like you have two. Right. But the basketball or the boxing. And you could maybe be a basketball coach like six years. You'd bring back so, Coach Carter. Coach Carter, too. Coach Carter, too. Coach but, Carter, or, surprising or do, amount or of do, legs. Or or do or do something similar. Like, you know, Remember the Titans is a great movie too. Yeah. You know. That's one that's one actually that every time it comes on, like I actually have to watch at least thirty minutes. Right, like, right, right. At least thirty. It's funny, I was looking at the Disney Plus app and Disney's right. just made a lot of sports movies. Yeah. And they have there's a sports movie section, and then there's like an inspirational section. And it's just like 30, 35 sports movies, but it's all of those, like Remember the Titans, right. The Rookie, mm-hmm. Miracle. Like they were just cranking them out forever and ever. In my opinion, they they should just be coming out. There should there should be a new sports movie like every three months. Well, trust me, I've gotten my fair share come across scripts. the desk. Yeah, scripts. Yeah, come across the desk. But, but it has to be, you know, a lot of them are real, they're like... You, you, they're real care. They're real people. So this biopics again, right? So I have to watch. When you I you do can't it. make any more biopics. I can, but it's got to be the right one. It's How many be, have you done? Three, two, or three? Let's not even talk about it. Three. But they were all good though. Yes, it's yeah, not like you yeah. made like a bad one. Trust me, love it. Like I love, I love it. But it's and I love the process. Um, but it's one of those things like you just don't. You shouldn't do it every time because the process, there is a slight difference in. Well, what do you mean the process? What's the process? Well, it's, 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 it's research. You know, it's like you're, you can't just arbitrarily choose to do something. You know what I mean? Because you, you owe it to the family, you know, you owe it to the person to, to sort of live up to, to certain things. And you have, you have a liberty, you have some freedom with, within 
um, the unknowns. Yeah. But, uh, but there is like a parameter based upon this is the truth, you know, this is the truth. So I can, I can figure out this in between. Whereas, you know, if it's, if it's, you know, a fictitious character, you can just make up a lot, any, almost, you can make up at least 60, 70% of it, you know? You How know? do you find the balance between impersonating somebody who everybody knows versus creating your own character out of that person? Because the worst case scenario, right, is you're just doing an SNL sketch impersonation of the guy, which yeah. is not what you want. Yeah, you don't, I don't do an impersonation. Right. Right. I, because there is, a, there is, that's one way to approach it. Um, what I try to do is I try to find, you know, so I, f- I find things that are true. And then I, I, I use that as the foundation to like explore off of that. And then if I go to a place that, okay, well, that's not right. That's, that's you. Like yeah. I'm, I'm either mindful of it or somebody else is mindful of it. Like, you know, that, that was, that was you right there. Or that was, that was something else. But but the impersonation is one where I think you're you're stuck even more so in a box than what I described before. Yeah. Um and and what's dangerous about it is, you know, when you a lot of times when you're making fun of things, you imitate them. So like you said, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. So so for instance, with James Brown, I was like, I can't do an impersonation. Yeah, the Eddie Murphy hot tub. I can't, James Brown celebrity it, it, hot tub it, in your head. Yeah. And, and and mind you, I love Eddie Murphy too. Yeah. Um, but if I do that, even though most people wouldn't even be able to articulate the difference in the two things, like it's gonna become something where I'm making fun of him instead of paying homage to him. And 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 it's it's subtle, but but you know the difference when you see it actually. Like I know the difference. So like I always try to just find things that are true. And there there's certain things like, you know, I didn't do Jackie Robinson's voice, you know? Yeah. And at first I I I wanted to. I was like, you know, talking to Brian Hogan. He was like, nope, nope, don't do the voice. Don't do the voice. You what know? was his he voice? Was like, I don't even remember. It's um it distinct? It's very distinct. And I I I hesitate to even try to. I'm not going to try. But was it like? Did he it's, have an it's, accent? It's, or? It's, no, it's like it's it's from that time period. You yeah, know, yeah, it has that. It has that pace and intonation from, the, from oh, that, that time very period. Formal. Very formal, and also it's higher pitched than you would expect it to be. And um, you know, uh, Brian was like, you know, that's going to take us out of the movie because you're you're so much about that time period that everybody else in the movie would have to do that same thing in order yeah. for us to, for it to work. And so, um, or do their version of the same thing. It was like, no, no, find it, find, you know, something else that gives us a sense of, of the time period, but not that exact, you know, thing. And so it became a thing of like, oh, okay, what's the essence of this person as opposed to the, an imitation of the person or, you know, it's, it's, you when you play a real person, a lot of times you're choosing your like like you're, like you're a painter. You're choosing what parts and perspectives you want to show, because it's impossible sometimes to show everything and make yeah. people follow the story. So it's a decision, you know. Well, it's funny, like Jackie and James Brown, it's such different energies, right? Totally. Jackie, almost like a blank slate, 
but he, there's a lot going on, yeah. which he did really well in the movie. And James right. Brown is so much more theatrical. It's a, it's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going <laughs> a on. A lot of mood swings. Yep, 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 yep. And, you know, uh, Jackie Robinson, you know, he 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 was fiery at times, too. Well, um, he was a... He was a badass. I mean, I was he glad was the movie bad. hit some of that stuff because yeah. he got his revenge on everybody down the he did down the line. Not, not quite like Michael Jordan, no. you know what I'm saying? But it, but he was he's he's that he's he that was going guy. spikes up and he's that guy. Yeah, you know he what was saying? getting yeah. slowly getting everybody back. Yeah, that that intensity that makes somebody a winner like that. You know what I'm saying? Like he had that Michael Jordan thing. You know, or Michael Jordan had his thing. However you want to say it. Did you expect that movie to do as well as it did? Because I remember seeing the trailer and thinking, "Oh man, this is, I'm I'm glad they're doing this. I wonder who's going to see it." But now I feel like every kid eventually sees that movie. It's going to yeah. have a, a shelf life, I think. I'm going to. I have to say, like, I didn't. I didn't have a real sense of of like at that point in time. I didn't have a real sense of like what's going to do well and what's not going to do well. Yeah. Um, because it was my first time playing the league. It was, it was right. my first time having to think about things in that way. Um, and so in my mind, I was I was just like, I have to just go out here and sell the movie. Like after yeah, we, yeah. after we've done it, like you know, I have to do my best to make sure that you know it doesn't fail at the box office, and and you know people don't know who I am, so I have to let them know who I am and and what the movie is. But I didn't have a sense of whether or not that was gonna work or not. You know what I'm saying, or, or the movie was gonna work, um, but I had I had been told a lot of things like that, you know, that a movie like this wouldn't work, you know, all those things, or that if if you have a black lead, it won't work. If you have a black lead, people don't know it won't work, you know. So all those things were things that you're kind of fighting against, and I think the the studio, or and especially um, Legendary at that time, uh, went out on a limb. To yeah. make sure that that movie was made, legendary put put a lot into making that making that work. What? So you were, I think, mid thirties when you did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What took so long for you to have a leading role? Was that your choice, or did you just not get a break? Um, both. Yeah, I think it's both. Like, um, you know, part of it is like I think it's it's difficult for some actors to to understand what it what is it that you have to do to break through you know what i'm saying like what what is what's your particular journey to get to that spot where where you you know break through or even understanding what does it mean to break through like yeah you know if for me i think that was hard because i was i was an artist you know what i'm saying i wasn't i yeah. wasn't like i'm trying to play lead roles i was i in my mind it was more like I have this idea for this play that I'm writing or yeah. the script, you know, and this this cool thing I want to direct. And like it was my my mind was spread in a lot of different places. And so it wasn't it was never about becoming a star, actually. Right. It was it was just about being a being the the best artist, you know, that I wanted to be. And I think at a certain point, I came to the realization that if you do this one thing, you can do everything. And so I focused on, I began to focus on, Oh, let me just act for right now. Yeah. And so now, you know, I'm able to do 
the exact thing that I was doing before. Um, it probably like, you know, I've, I've had a lot of people tell me that you should have went to LA sooner and like, you know, they were, they were probably right, you know? Um, but I think things happen when they're supposed to happen also. Like, you know, I, I'm better suited for the life and the pitfalls that, that come, you know, because it happened when it happened. You know what I'm saying? Like happened I, later in yeah, your life. Yeah, happened later. Yeah, I'm, I did, I did, I'm, I'm less, you know, prone to squander it. <laughs> right. Because it happened when it happened. That's like the old George Clooney theory, right? That yeah. He, when he became really successful on ER, he was much older. And if it had happened to him younger, it would have demolished I mean, you, him. You don't know, but I, I, I feel like for me, it just it was just a thing of focus. Like once my focus became, oh, this is what I'm doing, then it just happened, you know. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. That's something that's happened to a lot of actors, though. It seems like a common theme of people who have been successful are people that... I didn't want it. That's no, just but, the best way to say it. Like, but breaking into that. the industry, like doing plays and doing stage and all kinds of things, but not being like, I got to get the... And yeah. then it ends up happening. It happens organically. Yeah. Well, to me, it's, it's like, because I'll have people that will, you know, they'll, they'll see me out or they'll see me... Um, you know, I just did this revolt summit for, uh, for, uh, Puff and, um, you know, it's all about, you know, sh telling your story and letting people see that it can be done. Yeah. And people will, will like, they want success to happen for them really quickly. And I was always of the mindset of just respecting the art form, like respecting the people that came before me and respecting yeah. the, respecting the, you know, the, the craft, like, you know, have good teachers, have, have, have find your own, what is your method of acting, you know, yeah. like, and, and not, not doing somebody else's method and trying to approval seek, but finding what is, what works for you. Um, and I think it's always been, you know, that was success, not necessarily like, you know, 
making a whole bunch of money or people or fame or after a while you want to pay your bills and you got goals in life and you're like, okay, now I'm ready for this. (laughs) But it's, it's always been more about, about the craft and more about, um, when you get in that opportunity, you want to be able to like, to actually capitalize on it. Did you put on weight for Avante Mac? I put on a lot of weight for that. You're almost unrecognizable. Yeah. I put on a lot. I, I think I've changed I'm did you pass all the PD tests after? Did, they, did, you, <laughs> did you fail? Did you get suspended from the set for six weeks? I should have. <laughs> I put on about it was it was super quick. In a month, I put on twenty five pounds. Oh wow! It was stupid. Like it was the most unhealthy weight gain I've ever heard of. Yeah, it was it was at least twenty five and like maybe less than a month. It's just eating eating protein. Like no no steroids, but like <laughs> it's like I I don't really know how I did that, but I I put on so much weight for that. There's a news article, and you're like, I don't know how that got into my system, <laughs> like with the athletes do now. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. It was, I was taking a, uh, something <laughs> for fertility. And, <laughs> can you can you explain uh, in 20 seconds how Costner gets all his picks back? How what? In the in draft day, the plot. I can know. I, <laughs> no way. In the world. I don't think anyone can. Well, see, the hard part is that I watch when I do a movie. It's a flaw, huh? It's a flaw in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, what it is, but but <laughs> I still love it. I but, say this yeah. out of love. Yes, it's a flaw. But when I watch when I do a movie, I don't go back and watch them. Like I, that's it. You move on. I move on. I don't. I. It's very rare that I will sit and watch a movie that I've done. Um, and the only reason why I've seen, I think half of draft day. And I was like, this movie holds up. Yeah. Uh, is because I was with somebody else who was like, no, we're going to sit and watch this. Yeah. And, and um, it's the greatest Cleveland Browns moment of, of I think the last 60 years. Yeah. This since is, 1964. Costner yeah. getting his picks back. Yo. So and, it's not a lot of highlights for it the makes Browns me, fans. And it makes me pull. I'm not a Browns fan, but it makes me like start to pull. I pull for them for at least the first half of the year just to see if, you know, they can have a Vontae Mack moment. The reason that works as a sports movie and why it's grown on me is the the side characters I'm really interested in. Like Vontae Max not in the movie that much, but I'm like, I'm in on this guy. I wish she was in more scenes. Yeah. And the same thing for the quarterback. He decides not to draft and they did a good job. I always feel like that's the key. Remember the Titans is like that too. Yes. Where um the two linebackers who become friends. Like I just I just like those guys. I want oh, to spend yeah. more time with them, but they're not in there that much. Yep. But that always works. Yeah, I forgot you were in the uh, you were in the Ernie Davis movie too. Yeah, but you so that's, but it's not it's not enough to get me in the Hall of Fame. No, man. but it gets it, it it helps the candidacy. It does. You it had does. speaking it's, lines it's in three, it. I had did. You had Floyd Little. I did. I did. And he's a, he's a legend as well. But but I feel like when you're saying you do three sports movies, you need to be three yeah. three iconic parts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So well, Floyd Little is iconic now. It's just right. It's just I'm only in there at the end. So, right. Yeah. Well, if you do the boxing movie, maybe Creed three. Maybe it's Creed's hey, hey, Creed's hey, cousin. I can come in as a cousin or something. <laughs> I talk to Michael about it. You know? I think I think they would go for that. 
What uh, <laughs> did you know him before you did Black Panther? We've known each other a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known, I've known him since he was in New York. He's a BS podcast favorite. He's yeah. he's an OG on this. We yeah. going way back. I think he was on my old one at Grantland, and yeah, we we he's been on here for a while. Yeah, yeah. We go back. We so, go back. and he's telling you about Kugler, and he's like, "Do this movie." Uh, what what movie? Uh, for Black Panther. Oh, you saying Kugler wanted him to do it? No, I'm saying Michael B. Jordan's telling you about how good he is as a director. I'm sure. Oh no, he didn't have to tell me that. No, um, because you knew from Creed. I knew from well, I knew from Fruitvale. Yeah, I knew from I knew. Yeah, that's all you have to you have to see that. And that's when he came on the that's podcast. His voice. Initially. You know, that's that's I think. Um, you know, the thing about Marvel is I think what they always try to do is 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 pick they're not picking directors that do big movies like that they're picking the the director that does the small movie yeah and so so that there is like a a push pull confrontation between this you know their machine and then a filmmaker that wants to want that has a, a voice and a vision so I mean to me that's what for a panther, that's what you needed. You had to have somebody that was like that had it. That had intentionality. That they wanted to do something particular with this movie. They didn't want to just make another Marvel movie. Did you have a moment before you actually did the movie where you're like, "Am I sure I want to do this? This is going to be a really huge movie, and it's panther. probably going to change my life." Yeah. No. No. Um, no, I knew it was going to change my life for sure. Um, you're saying was this going to be such a big thing that I and I didn't want all I, of I didn't want that smoke. Am I ready for this? Yeah, I knew I was ready for the the task at hand. Um, to be honest, like for as far as like the the every the, the everyday things about your life that change, um, um, fame, whatever. Those things, like I, I try not to think about that most of the time. Like in going into something, like you, you just, you just can't worry about that because it also might not, like, yeah. like it might not change. Um, and I, and I think there's, for a lot of actors, there's this misconception because you don't have a sense of like the reach of everything, like in, in the, in the layperson. The, people don't have a sense of like the reach of the things that they do. Like yeah. if I go home and I talk to my family, they'll say, well, when are you going to get on? They'll name some TV show. That's not as big as anything I've done. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to go back and do that. Right. Like, that's crazy. When are you going to Chicago but, fire? But in there, in there, <laughs> that's my, that's my show. Yeah. Like that's my, we you going to get on that show. Yeah. Like, but it's in, <laughs> In and sometimes in actors' minds, they have this false sense of like what their fame is or how big of a reach they have. And, and I learned that you you know you have to sort of like just do the work and let all that stuff sort of come to you when it comes to you. Yeah, because it's 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 building. It can build something that's unhealthy in your head. So for me, it's all about you know really the people you get to work with like 
that's the beauty of it all. Like yeah. I think of the the people that I've had the opportunity to work with, and that blows your mind. Like you know, it blows your mind that you get to actually like if you wanted to learn this craft, and then you get to sit across, you know, the camera from from a J.K. Simmons or, you know, Harrison Ford or any many of the the actors that I've been around. You know, Robert Downey Jr., you're like, oh, wow, this is this is why I started doing this. So I'm not going to trade like that's worth it. That's yeah. what's worth it is that you that you get to do it with the best people. The the other part is like, you know, you some of it you love and some of it you some of it you don't, you know, some of, you know, as far as life is concerned and the parts you don't, you just try to avoid it when you can. Kyle wanted to know. That's Kyle over there. How many, <laughs> how many photos have you had to post the last five years with with somebody doing that, doing the hands I don't across? Do, I don't. If I don't want to do it, I don't do it. How many times do you get asked? Is this just part of your everyday life? Nobody, nobody asked me to pose like that except for it's like weird situations when they do it. That's good. That makes me happy. Yeah, that like is my they, faith think, in humanity. I think, they, I think they know better than to ask me that. Um, cause it's like the boxer, you know, anytime there's like whatever boxer, they have yeah, to yeah, put that sugary letter. Yeah. Hey, it's gotta go up for some Come on, give me a fist. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, I'm glad that doesn't happen. It, 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 most of the time, um, you know, I'm trying to think it like, it's always, it's always somebody's like, man, can I, can I get this? And I'm like, you could do it. <laughs> right. You I'm know, just going to stand next to you. You could, you could do it. You can do it all you want. Um, and then probably asking for the sequel, right? Who's asking for the Just sequel? Just everybody. Oh, people are definitely like, when is the sequel happening? They're ready. <laughs> yeah. Like, people are upset that it's going to take so long. It's, what is it, 2022? Yeah. Yeah. But it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening. Yeah. But for me, that's not that long because, you know, I know what they have to do to get to you know to prepare for it for us to shoot it and then the the post production like it's 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 a lot it's a lot of work the only thing we know for sure about the sequel is that angela bassett's still gonna look fantastic no matter what year you make it she she's the eighth wonder of the world is wow. she's the eighth wonder of the world yes she is yeah it's unbelievable that's my she's, mama you talk about now. she's on nine she's on nine one one no she's i think she's like 60 now it's unbelievable she's amazing she's amazing she looks amazing she doesn't she stays age. In, she stays in shape, though. She doesn't age. She does not. She does not. Like, I have nothing to say about it except for you are, you are 100% right. And it, I'm trying to make sure I say the right thing. Yeah, it's, we, we gave her props, and that's what she needed. Yeah. What, what was your SNL experience like? You know what? You must have loved that. It's so I, weird, right? I, I didn't think I would. At first, I, I thought it was just going to be so nerve wracking. And, yeah. and especially during that time, I was like, do I really need? It's the craziest thing you ever do. Yeah. Like, I don't know if anybody else thinks that, but. No, everybody says that. It's the craziest thing you ever do because you 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 don't know what to expect. And if you did know what to expect, it would be even worse. So like even <laughs> like I've, you know, thinking about going back, doing another one. I'm like. I'm excited, but then at the same time, we're like, it's gotta be, I gotta be ready for it. Right, right, right. So, but uh, it, it's because it's the it's the first time in a long time that you've been 
in that type of experience as an actor where you're like, this could completely bomb. Like yeah. it just, I have no control over this. We can't do another take. This is, it's not, it's not even like a play where you've had, you know, a month of rehearsal. Right. You literally just got these scripts on Thursday and you didn't even, you, they're not complete. And you had you had way more than the ones you do. So you've been working on things that you're not even going to do. And even that day, you've actually done like this uh, preview performance that had the rehearsal. More, the, the rehearsal the, and the rehearsal is always is is better than that than the live performance. Yeah, because you have like this really hype crowd that comes in. So that's actually one of the hardest things if you've ever you know done a play on stage is like. The first, the opening night is great. The 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 second night, you're trying to live up to opening night in your head, in and, your head, yeah. and, and, it's, and it always falls flat of that. So the one you do on TV is that is like falling flat of the one you did you know, their opening. So it's the craziest experience. It's like all the changes, you know, and how quick it is, and and um, and you just kind of fly by the seat of your pants, really. Twenty one bridges. 21 Bridges, proud of it. This seems, yeah. it seems like you're really fired up about this movie. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's fun. It was, it's a fun experience because, you know, it's, you know, it's the first thing I'm doing, um, you know, away from Marvel in a minute. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm a producer on the movie. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, just, it's, it's been great to sort of, to help put this cast together. Um, we have a, we have a great cast, JK Simmons, uh, one of my favorite actors, uh, Sienna Miller is outstanding. She has another movie coming out right now. I think it's called American woman, which I'm yeah. excited about seeing. Um, Stefan James, great actor and, and, um, really, really wanted him in the movie because you, you got, you have two sides sort of playing against each other. And I think. We needed him and Taylor Kitsch on on that other side, and and they they kill it. You know what I'm saying? So it seems I, like it's a '90s throwback movie. It is. Is that fair? It's it's partially. I haven't seen it. It's yet. partially like a '90s throwback movie, and partially a '70s throwback movie. Oh, look so, at you! So it's it, it it feels, you know, it feels a little bit like French Connection. It feels a little bit like The Fugitive. It feels it's it's like it feels a little bit like Heat. You know. It has it has that sort of like intense drive to it. So as soon as like the the action starts, it's, it doesn't really stop. You know what I'm saying? Um, that sounds like a movie I would watch ten times. Because those you named all movies that I love and I watch over yeah. and over again. Does, do you get to yell at any point? Shut down the bridge, at the top <laughs> of your lungs. Or no, that that line, I would have I would have that line did not make that. it in. It didn't was, get in. It was in the first draft. Shut down the bridge. No. <laughs> Nothing. No, it did. get in. <laughs> That's hilarious. Are you a good guy or a bad guy? There's, there, you, you don't know. Everybody's okay. a little bit. Okay, everybody's. A little, a little it's one bit. of those movies. Yeah, everybody's a little bit dirty. I don't know who to trust. Yeah. All right. Before we go, you're a giant sports fan. Yep. You don't have the the chance that much to talk sports. Nah. Do the thing. Let's do it. Let's want to talk. We're taping this before Lamar versus Watson. Right. So hopefully that was an awesome game. But heading into that game, you who are you more fired up about? Uh, I'm a Deshaun Watson fan. 
You so know you're, what I'm you're in the school of Watson. I'm in the school. I mean, I grew up, I'm from Anderson, South Carolina. He went to Clemson. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. and then, you know, they've, they've, they played before. You know, they played before when he was at Louisville, when Lamar was at Louisville. So we've seen this battle before. I already know it's going to be, be Who amazing. won that one? I don't remember. Clemson won. Clemson was ranked number five. Louisville was ranked number three. Um, so, so when Watson drops to like 12, are you going nuts in the draft? Uh, I'm like, well, with both of them. Yeah. Well, both of them. Lamar went 32. Both of them dropped. Like, nowhere in the world, either one of them should have dropped. You know, I, I was like, everybody's going to pay for that. Like, yeah. both years. I was like, everybody, you know, people are going to regret, you know, letting them go. And look at it now. You know what I'm saying? Look at both of them. I mean, it's one of the defining things that's happened in football this decade is yeah. teams just whiffing. Kyle and I who's also a Pats fan. I'm a Pats fan. We were sitting on this couch because I had to do a podcast after that draft and Lamar is falling and the Pats have the 31st pick. And we're like, this is amazing. We're going to get Lamar. The whole league is so stupid. Belichick's going to do it again. Belichick, and then we passed on him. And you were like, oh, We took Sony Michelle. And we were like, oh my God. Yeah. And then Baltimore traded in. And when that happened, because the Ravens are kind of our arch nemesis. Yep. When they got him, we were like, oh, my God, this is done. They're, they're like, He's the, going to be good. Yeah, the Ravens are like the only team that's, that that constantly is able to challenge the pass. Constantly. Yeah. They are always, they're not scared. Even the 07 season when we went undefeated in the regular season, they should have beaten us. Yeah. We got we – got, we got saved by this pass interference call. Yeah. So you love Watson. I'm worried. I think his team's too banged up, unfortunately, for him yeah, to do well, much this year. The the problem is defense. You know, I think the difference in the game is going to be that Baltimore has the better defense than 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 the Texans do. But, yeah. So are you when you're on these movie sets, are you like watching? Well, I get watching good, League Pass and all that stuff. Are you one of those? No, 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 no. I I I if I if I'm in a if I'm doing a movie, there's that's a different type of focus. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying it's like I'll take the time to see sports in it, you know. But I do watch sports in it, you know. Yeah. I do. I do make sure I, I stay abreast of what's going on, um, or I'll choose, you know, one show, whether it be First Take or something like that. And I'm like, okay, well, it's everything that's going on. So you get like a for I, half I, hour, I, Stephen. I have to. I have to. I have to. Yeah, I have to stay abreast of what's going on. Have you gone on that show? I have, yeah. And I'm, First actually, I'm actually, I think I'm about to go in there again, like soon. Oh, so, nice. So, so, yeah. Well, this is more exciting. This I think is, talking well, sport, well, us talking sports. This is, is a more. conversation. First take, you're just, it's, they're just moving people in and out. This is like, this is a real this conversation. This is really special. Yeah, yeah. This is we got to talk Clippers, Lakers. Okay. Well, right. Who's your favorite NBA team? Now, that's the thing. I don't, I only have a favorite college team. Uh, I'm a Tar Heel fan. NBA is more about the more about the players, more about the stories, but I keep up I keep abreast of, of like all the teams though. Um, so you just follow the players. I follow the players. I follow the teams so you, too. So but, you're like a Gen Z, even though you're older than Gen Z. You're like the twenty somethings now. Yeah, that just follow the players yeah. from team to team. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm just being for real. Like yeah. it's, it's like I'm not. I'm not like oh, I'm pulling for. I think by I'll watch the stories. And then I'll decide, okay, this is who I want to win this year. That's that's pretty much how I'll do so it. So who'd you decide on? We, we're not there yet. We're not there yet. I think um, if I if we choose between Clippers and Lakers right now, 
right. which I think is a fair yeah. argument. Yeah, I, I feel like the Clippers are a better team. I think the Clippers are stacked. Um, I think they have a lot of killers on that team. Like, let me just say it. That I agree. That it's like it's like that's the guy you. That's the guy you hate. You know, you hate him when he's not on your team, and you love him when he's on your team. You know, like Patrick Beverly is like that. You know, yeah. Kawhi is like that. Um, uh, they're they're just deeper, and they like they haven't even had Paul George. You know, you know. I think they get him back tonight, and so so that's going to be when they have him and Kawhi with Beverly, whatever shooter, right, and then Harrell. Yeah. That's going to be a pretty great starting five. But I do, I have to say this. I think the Lakers, they have a chance like because of their size. Because, yeah. because you know, teams are not built that way because of how agile um, um, their big men are. The ability to protect the rim in the playoffs like that with, with McGee, with Dwight Howard, the way he's playing. I love that you're um, counting on Dwight um, Howard. Dwight, Dwight Howard is, is for real. Like this he's still, he's Please. still, he's even hitting free throws now. You everyone know around, everyone like, away thinks that. And I'm like, this is great. He's going to let you down and I'm going to well, enjoy it. Listen, but that's why they have, they have a two headed monster. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know, I think their success is based upon when they play, Anthony Davis. They can't do it the whole game because they need they need that shot blocking. But they gotta have the death squad with him playing center yeah. and the and the and the floor spread at the end of the game. And if they have that, you know, with 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 LeBron able to just sort of see the floor and find shooters, it could be hard to beat him. You know, what he's I'm going for the assist title this year, LeBron. I think yeah. He's got like a two assist lead. Here's my thing with the Lakers. I don't trust Dwight Howard. I don't trust Davis's health. He already has like three injuries. Yeah. They're already like, yeah, and he can't play him, his and shoulder. They said, hurts. And they set him last night because of his shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it's, so. I, the dude just can't stay on the court. And what it takes to actually win the title, it is eight months. It's, it's a hundred games. And it's really this marathon for nine straight weeks, 16 games, four rounds. Yeah. Or 16 wins, four rounds. I just don't trust that he can make it. But I, you know what I see this different as I see him. I see that he's mindful of that now. Yeah, he's mind. He's he's mindful of the fact that he has he has to stay healthy, and and he has to play a little hurt. Like I see, I see him pushing himself a little bit further. So it depends. Like you know, I think there's always something that makes a person go to a different level. Maybe yeah. being around LeBron is gonna is gonna do that. Because let me. You can talk about LeBron being hurt last year, but like that's the first time in his whole career, yeah, that he's ever you know been unable to play. It's not the first time he's been hurt; it's the first time he's been unable to play. But he's like the Angela Bassett of the NBA. He's, it's just like you don't even know what year it is anymore with him. He is the Angela like, is it 2018 or 2007. What's he's going like, on? What's love got to do with it? <laughs> when you when you go to the games, are the players talking to you and calling you out? Yeah, some of them. Yeah, yeah. It's like they, you've been in, all there. the movies you've been in are all like in the wheelhouse of like, yeah. They you know, put, all those guys are doing are watching movies in their suites. Like they can't go anywhere. Yeah, we're, LeBron we're, gonna like go walk downtown. We we're watching and we're watching the game in the trailer. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's yeah. We there's a there's definitely um, you know, acknowledgement 
I think you need to pick, and I think you need to announce the pick between the two LA teams. I don't think you can straddle the fence. You live here. I think you have to pick a side right now. You have to wear a hat. Do I need to pick right now? No, by December 15th. Okay. I'll come back. I'll come back and pick. I think you need to make a statement. You go to a game. And you got a hat of one of the teams, and it's like he has chosen. It's it's not fair for anybody to have to pick yet because Kuzma just came back and Paul George is just coming back. So I think we need to see like a couple of weeks of that. And then we can we can make an educated guess. That's what that's that's what I feel is fair. Who if somebody offers you Clippers tickets, somebody offers you Laker tickets, which one are you more excited about? Lakers. Oh, so you already picked? Yeah, no, no, it's that not. Was a, that was a pick, it, it, right no, there. That, that's you not just a pick. That's not a pick. No, no, they just treat you better when you go as a star. <laughs> <laughs> this is the truth. It's the truth. They just they're more you. celebrity friendly. They are more celebrity friendly. See, the Clippers are still working out of the Donald Sterling era. Yeah, they're just still yeah. trying to figure out the whole buttering they up. Haven't, people they part. haven't gotten that part now. They need to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Well, the Lakers—that's that's what they're the best at. They're the best. Yeah. You. you it, I'm just saying, if I'm if if we're talking about the whole experience of a night out, you know, I'm right. There's a different like, energy at Laker games you know? too. So oh, the yeah. Clipper games has a lot of people that don't actually care about the Clippers, but the Lakers have 60 years of fans. You right. know, they've been here forever. Yeah. I mean, it matters that you have you have the banners up. You have championships up there like people there's a there's a culture of generations of fans yeah and you know it's it's a it's a thing to sit you know in a lakers game and like if i it's it's like it's like the you know the cotton club of basketball like right right if if nicholson ever stops going what actor would you want to get his seats because I was making this case to Denzel. I thought Denzel's the la- the natural legacy. Taking Did he say torch. he wanted to see? Well, the weird thing about Denzel is he's also a Knicks fan. He, well, I, I was calling him out for being a sports bigamist. He's he well, he's from that. He's from that. He's I know from, that was his point. Mount Vernon, yeah. right? So he's like, I can like. He's like, I'm Denzel Washington. I'll, I I can do whatever I want. And I was like, that's a great point. <laughs> you are you you can do whatever you want. He can yes. <laughs> uh. Who should get the seats though? Because um, you could go, you could go younger too. Yeah, I'm not sure who deserves to who because it's it's not just about the, the, hmm. It's a, it's who's because it's somebody that's been sitting there, you know, wanting those seats all these years that that deserves it. Right, and it can't be somebody that falls into it. Yeah, and you know, I don't know if anybody. And I was gonna say DiCaprio because he, I think I see him at, at games. He's like, I had a lot. Leo's probably the yeah. safest bet, but I yeah. think he does work too much. I think the great thing about Jack was he, he, he once he hit the mid eighties, he was basically he's like, I'm showing up at yeah, the game. He's you know like, what I'm making his movie schedule around Laker games. Yeah, um, I don't know if Leo would be ready to do well, that. Well, I would say he could share it with somebody else because he yeah. doesn't. He, when he doesn't shoot, he doesn't try to shoot like three and four movies in a year, you know, he shoots, he's like, I'm shooting one big movie that, that, you know, matters to me. And then the rest of the time he can go to Lakers games, you know, and he can share it with somebody else if it conflicts, you know, I don't know. When you were at Howard, were you going to Bullets games? Definitely not. (laughs) I didn't have no money. Like, what are you talking about? 
Go to the It was way cheaper back then. Nah, nothing. I was not. I was not going in, you know. You're not driving in to see sometimes whatever I didn't terrible bullet team was in there? Sometimes I wouldn't even go into our Howard games. Like, uh, like you know. What's going on with the Howard sports scene? They ever figured that out? They're working on it. They're who's working their, who's their, like, big I, rival? I, I, well, it's always Howard Hampton. Right. You know, um... Who's the who's the real HU? That's the, that's the thing. But Hampton's usually good, right? Hey, let's not talk about how it happened, man. I we had we had you know some promising moments last year in football. Um, you know, Cam Newton's brother, little brother. Uh, uh yeah, it was playing quarterback. And other than that, I don't really know what I can point to. See, but, the thing is, this is I went to Holy Cross in Massachusetts. It's so easy to be good at basketball. Like I was looking at the Gonzaga model. Yeah. It's it's like basically four scholarships a year. Right. Or five, whatever. Right. And you just need to make the NCAAs once, get some people, and then all of a sudden you I feel can like build Howard that. could do you, that pretty you, you easily. Can, you can well that's that's something a friend of mine we were talking about. How do how do you build like a, a really good program at an HBCU? Um, and you're right. It is much easier in football. It's like you have to have Football's a whole. Impossible. It's like an yeah. army yeah. of of you recruiting. Need Fifty scholarships. Yeah, it's impossible. Basketball, you need a couple celebrity boosters. I think you count. Yeah, get a couple other ones from Howard. And to you recruit. Guys, no, and you guys just be like, hey, we're taking this seriously. Are you saying we're gonna pay the players? No, I, I think you build better <laughs> facilities. You can donate, donate better gym or whatever it takes. Better dressing rooms. I thought you were like locker I, rooms. I thought you maybe were you like, pay the players at the table. Yeah. maybe this is your sports movie. <laughs> that would if we, we you play an actor who tries to save Howard basketball, but crosses a couple lines. Right? Yeah, we can play that whole NCAA thing, <laughs> yeah. players thing. That actually is. Hey, we shouldn't even say this on. This is good. Cut that out. Cut that out. Cut that out. Let's get into the movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks for coming on. Yo, thank you, man. <laughs>